Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out weknowpodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, weknowpodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. So I don't know about you, but in Maryland, man, we've been getting a, a, a few cooler days around here, and I can Ooh, I can smell too. it in the air, man. I can smell it in the air. I feel that. I you know what? We talk about a Christmas podcast, but in my in my core, I'm a fall boy. Oh, 100%. yeah, I mean, me too. So like, I've been digging that this. It's been like a low sixties, just yeah, like dude. oh, I'm like this is it. This I'm is ig- the weather. I'm ignoring that. Uh, a couple days this week, it's supposed to be back in the 90s. I'm ignoring that, but no, no, no. This is this is what I want. <laughs> See, the problem is, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna get political. I'm gonna blame it on Republicans, <laughs> but we got a uh, we got a serious global warming issue that some no. people want to pretend doesn't exist. No, <laughs> that's not real. And, <laughs> and what happens with global warming that really pisses me off as a fall boy is that we get like two fucking weeks of actual fall weather. It's true. like. Like, it's just like the most brutal, humid summer for six months. Then you get, like, two weeks of fall, and then just disastrous winter, and then, like, another two weeks of spring, and then right back to that humid, brutal fall. It's devastating. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's talk about some wintry, chill things. I I picked a sad one, dude. Dude, yeah, let's get that out of the way right now. Did you cry? Multiple times. Many times. (laughs) All right, so... So, spoiler alert, some of you might not know this, but we're tied to Geekscape. 
<laughs> what? I do most of the YouTube stuff for Geekscape, which involves like getting people to record some voiceovers for me, getting people to like do this, that, or the other thing. I'll write a lot of scripts for people. And uh, we've got an anniversary for Hey Arnold coming up on October 7th. It'll be 25 years since Hey Arnold debuted on Nickelodeon. Jesus Christ. With that, I've been rewatching Hey Arnold, which wasn't a show that I actually was that big of a fan of when it immediately aired. And then as the reruns came on, I started to get more sucked into it because I was like, oh, this is like kind of a fun little world that they've built this show in. And, like, now I love it. Now I think it's a masterpiece. Dude, 96? Yeah. 96? I didn't even realize at the time. I guess, I mean, because a lot of that, like, early Nickelodeon stuff hit syndication as well. Like, they just kept doing reruns yeah, of Yeah, this was, like, the, the second wave of the Nicktoon. Yeah, for sure. Wow, I had no idea. No idea. But, hey, Arnold, to me, I can pinpoint, like, specific episodes in my head. Like, when I went to watch this a couple hours ago, I I immediately remembered that it was sad. I just remembered, I was like, I know it has something to do with Mr. Is it Han? I think it's Mr. Han, Mr. Mr. Han's daughter. But I couldn't remember, like, specific instances. I just remembered there being, like, slow-mo portions of the episode. I remember it being very sad. So I honestly kept pushing off watching this because I knew it was sad. But yeah. I figured, like, I remember Arnold, hey, Arnold being funnier, funny when I was a kid. So I was like, I'm sure there's some of those, like, levity moments. And overall watching it, dude, I am about to hop on the Matt Kelly train and start Hey Arnold from the beginning because I thought yeah. it was absolutely fantastic. So the thing with Hey Arnold, and here's the thing that I walked away from it during my rewatch thus far, is like, it's not a laugh out loud funny show. No. But there's like certain things that for whatever reason just burrow into your brain and have lived there for the last 25 years. Like the Nancy Spumoni snow boots. Snow boots, dude. Yeah, like that has sat in my brain forever. There's an episode where Oscar's learning how to read and he's just like, the pretty kitty pet, the pretty kitty. Like that's I remember that. I remember the the subway episode, the big (laughs) open spaces. Everyone remembers Stoop Kid. Like that became like Mr. Hun becoming a country star. Yeah. Like I remember that one. I think he like I think Billy Ray Cyrus did the music for that one. Uh Travis Tritt. Travis close Tritt. but they okay. brought in a legit country wow, star to okay. sing for him. Yeah. So there's like some parts of the show I want to break down before we get into like a full blown episode. Like Yeah, no, I think that that's fair. There's a lot to unpack in a twenty two minute there cartoon. It really is, dude. There's just some things like I didn't remember. Number one. I'm I know that Arnold and Gerald are only nine years old, but I'm pretty sure Arnold is perpetually stoned the entire (laughs) run of the show because his eyes never fully open up. (laughs) I I mean, it's possible. I think Arnold Arnold is like a character that I really relate to. I'm not sure if you remember there was like a thing on Facebook for a while where it was like the four the three pictures of fictional characters that best represent you yeah and i feel like arnold may have been like four or five for me like he didn't make the top three because i like the idea that arnold because like his parents are just out of the picture we have no clue where they are but he just lives with his grandparents and he lives with all these weird wacky people that like i like the idea that arnold because of the chaos of his life is just like 
this very calm, relaxed, old soul person who like understands the world better than his other classmates. So you've been you've been binging, so you might be able to answer this question. Is this an apartment building? And like are are the are, are all the people tenants or do they so, just live together? So the together? grandparents the grandparents own the building. Okay. And then they rent out the rooms. It's almost like I would say it's almost like an Airbnb, like but just like nobody I, I, fucking leaves. <laughs> Yeah, not I guess not an Airbnb. It's definitely I mean, I don't know if it's apartments. What's the other like what's another situation where they would have like tenants? Like what the I fuck was Forrest Gump's mom running where like people would oh, sometimes shit. stay forever and sometimes go. But it's like that type of vibe. Okay. Like but but again, so one of the reasons why I really wanted to do the Hey Arnold video for Geekscape yeah. and uh, my friend Tess is going to do most of it. I just was doing some research for. Yeah. Retrospectively, looking back, I'm like this is the first time excluding maybe Sesame Street where like inner city low income has been depicted. Yeah. So like sincerely. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and I love that about it. Well, I was I was thinking about that as well cuz there's a there's a part in the sh- the episode which we'll get into where Gerald and Arnold as 9-year-old kids are just running around the city shopping and they're just walking into like official government buildings and and I'm like these are things that I would never even think of at 9 years old but it's <laughs> almost like yes these are fictional characters but like kids that grow up in the inner city, um, I'm assuming this is this set in New York. Yeah. Okay. Indirectly, I don't know if they ever straight up say New York, but yeah. it's, it's much like Gotham is definitely New York <laughs> <Yeah>. City. Yeah. <laughs> like, I figured because like Arnold's got that Tom Holland New York accent, like the accent yeah. that he throws on as <laughs> Peter Parker. He's got that New York accent, and as kids who grow up in the inner city like kids have to take the fucking subway to school and yeah so they're like fearless about yeah, just walking exactly. into places yeah. or i'm like we're scared to make phone calls <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm the per- i'm the person where i can't go to a friend's house in the city if i don't know how where the closest parking, the parking garage situation is. yeah it's insane how paranoid i am but you're right kids who like grow up in that's in that environment don't give a shit no they're they're like (laughs) Like, yeah we're just gonna uh walk into this government building and and i love side note you're talking about like arnold and gerald arnold himself is the heartbeat of this entire show and we'll we will get into there's a speech that gerald gives arnold that like absolutely crushed me yeah but in the beginning (laughs) gerald in such a nine-year-old way i love it is talking about how he just bought all of the guys in his life ties because like that yeah. feels like the appropriate present. Yep. And Arnold's like, no, like you can't just buy everybody the same thing. Like you should buy them something that says that you care about them. Yeah. And then Gerald's like, all right, well, I got to go. And he's like, where are you going? He's like, I got to go return <laughs> your present. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. This, this episode's so good. And, and I think Arnold as a whole is, is, is pretty good. So let's start from the beginning because there's a lot I want to talk about about this specific episode. So okay. we're, we're seeing all the kids at PS 118, which is something I never realized because I went to Catholic school and my Catholic school, my uh, school had a name. And I didn't realize that in like certain cities, like public schools just went by like public school number oh somebody's gonna hit us up and and like yeah. be like you're wrong it doesn't stand for that it stands for like penn station 118 yeah but, there we go 
There we but go. But no, like I, I agree. I think that you're right. I, I feel like in the city as well. I mean, I live in Delaware County, which likes to pretend it's the city a lot of the time. Yeah. But like people really fucking rep their area codes or or whatnot. Like so, I could see even if it had a school name them wanting to represent it more by like their school ID number that yeah. they probably have memorized because it's winter and you're like listening for that that school code to know oh. that your school's PS off for 118 is out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, so we've got Helga and Phoebe walking around. It's it's now Christmas time. Helga's fucking stoked. Yeah, He's dude, so happy. For these like it's Christmas and they see in like the middle of one of the like alleys uh, where there's like all these department stores and stuff in the middle is a statue. And on that statue advertising Nancy Spumoni signature snow boots, snow boots. <laughs> and it's the one thing she wants, man. And she knows that she's getting it. Too. Exactly. Like, she knows better. Even though she's in the city, she's like better off than most of the other kids exactly. in the city. Cause her dad's the beeper King. So yeah. he's got that, that beeper, Ugh, we'll get you know how the beepers family. were all the rage in 96. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh he's rolling God. in it. Her family is absolutely insane, but we're going to save that. Cause, cause they come into play a little bit later. So then we kind of jump into Arnold and Gerald and where Arnold lives, they do a secret Santa with all the tenants. Yeah. And Arnold doesn't want to just buy a tie. Yeah, exactly. He wants he wants it to be something special. Can we just talk about Oscar's the worst? Oh, I was going to say, there's a great bit where Oscar just puts his name in for everything, all the secret Santa names. Such a, you know, if he didn't get caught, though, baller move. Yeah, it's a great move. It's a great move. But it it quickly reminded me of how awful of a person Oscar actually is. Because isn't, <laughs> isn't there an episode where, like, him and his wife are, like, almost about to get a divorce or something? Uh, that's every episode that involves his wife in oh, the show. okay, cool. But one of, the, one of the prime episodes of Oscar being the worst is when he gets a job as a paper boy and then just keeps pretending to be sick so that Arnold will do the route that's for him. That's right. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Oscar sucks. He's no good, but I he's he's one of my favorite characters because he's so absurd. Yeah. But yeah, so Oscar sucks. Arnold gets uh, Mr. Han and you know, he's like what does this guy want? And there's a there's this scene where he's sitting there just trying to get like any information. Him? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like again, I think this show does a really solid job. Similar thing, I'm sure we'll talk about the earlier Nicktoons at one point or another of yeah. Rugrats and Doug and Ren and Stimpy. But Doug, I think, was another show that did a great job of really capturing childhood. Yeah. In a very, like, like the characters act the way that kids that in fifth grade would think and yeah. act. Like, yeah. the, like the over-the-top thoughts. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come, baby, come, and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. In the darkest corners of the internet, 
A nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. So, like, Arnold's inability to to really get the answers he's looking for yeah. feels very on point for a kid in, like, third grade. But he finds out that Mr. Mr. Han has a very sad story oh of why he's God. in the city. And it's so real. They don't, it is. They don't it is. They sugarcoat do the reality of it. At all. Yeah. It is implied that he was living in North Korea, right? Yeah. He's living in North Korea, and he has this child, and there's a war between North Korea and South Korea. And basically is like, it was getting too dangerous to keep my kid around. And basically, uh, they're evacuating the the country and only so many people can go. And he kind of sneaks through, breaks through with his daughter. The daughter's like maybe one at the most yeah. at this point. Ugh. And can we talk about not to get too real, but like yeah. with everything that's happening right now oh in God, the world, dude. this hits extra hard. Oh you God. know what I mean? Like. Like, it's just like, oh, my God, this is happening like today. right now. Yeah. Like, like right it's now. it's devastating. It so, yeah, is. he so it, it, he it, gives the baby to a soldier yeah. saying they said I can only take one more. I did bring some did, like I did bring some levity to that situation as I was I was I was watching it with someone else in here. And um, like when he gets there and the guy's like, I can only take one. And I'm like. All right, somebody watch this baby. And Han gets on. The- <laughs> well, that's, but I mean, that's what makes him such a great dad. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, it's, he makes the the most yes. difficult decision in the world. But then he, you know, they tell him where the baby will be, but yeah. it takes him years yeah. to be able to get to there, get there to save yeah. up money and escape. And now he's in the city to find his daughter. Yeah, and and, that- and basically Arnold's like, okay, how do I do that? And and yeah. and is talking to Gerald, and Gerald's even like. Huh, how do we do that? Can we talk about Gerald's fucking hat, please? That hat, okay? I'm sitting there and I'm like, it's I think it's a beanie, but like the purpose of a beanie is to cover your <laughs> ears as well, right? And it doesn't. It just sits on top of his like kitten kitten play hair. <laughs> and I don't get it. But I love Gerald's death. So yeah, I think Gerald gives him the idea of like, well, let's go searching around. It's the best thing that you can kind of do for him for Christmas. Like that would be the best gift. Yeah. So they go and they talk to Mr. Bailey yeah. who there's no way that that is not George. intentionally. Yeah. And it's a wonderful life reference. Oh yeah. 100%. And naming him Mr. 100%. Bailey. All through this, we haven't mentioned that Helga is also trying to find the best gift for Arnold. Yes. Because for those of you that don't know the show, Helga is this bully character but she mainly bullies Arnold because she has such a gigantic crush on him. She has such a gigantic crush on him. And something that I forgot about until my most recent rewatch, Helga's also arguably the smartest kid in the class. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, like she's insanely intelligent. So there's no way. And we're going to, again, we're going to get into their family in a few minutes because, because she's going to go in there and get her snow boots. Spoiler alert. There's no way that her mother's not a raging alcoholic. like 100 percent, and the dad is just a shit dad that overworks and doesn't hang out with his family yeah and it's insane that this kid show got into that and i I, that's why i like that this era 
of of cartoons. And that's what I mean. Again, it's so it's so grounded in reality. They found yeah. such because, you know, like that didn't pass through my brain at the time that the mom was definitely an alcoholic. Yeah. And this is the only episode that I've watched like in a, in years. And even then, like the way she's talking to her, yeah. you're like she's like slurring her words. You're like, yeah. But definitely. I think I think what's brilliant about it is like me as a kid, I didn't pick that up. Nope. But if your mom was an alcoholic, you suddenly you, knew. you, knew. you yeah. love Helga. You yeah. connect with Helga. You're like, okay, I get it. Helga's trying to find the perfect gift. There's a great scene where she's looking at a skateboard that she thinks she should buy. <laughs> and stinky. And stinky's just like, oh, that's a good skateboard. I know because Arnold rides it all the time. <laughs> like, he even's got the purple one just like that. <laughs> like, stinky's great. Stinky's great because Stinky is like, every hick that i live around but the <laughs> difference being is that stinky's a good person <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you in my rewatch a character who is low-key become my favorite character in the show is harold who i don't think really appears too much they do a, they do some episodes on harold where like him as a character is so interesting yeah. because it's like he just wants to fit in and he doesn't and he's yeah. not as smart as he thinks he should be. So that's why he acts out. Yeah. And again, the fact that the show does these episodes that humanize these second and third level characters is like, again, it's what makes this show really stand out to me now as an adult is like, yeah. man, Hey Arnold came to the table with fucking shit. Dude, honestly, like I, I'm <laughs> like, serious. This is, I, I had to resubscribe to Paramount Plus for this, and I think I'm going <laughs> to stick with it, man, because I need to yeah, watch this show from the beginning. So, yeah, Mr. Bailey is like, look, kids, I'm swamped. I can't go on a wild goose chase yeah. to find some random missing person. Um, so they're like, they overhear him talking to his wife that he still hasn't done the Christmas shopping yeah, yet. Dude. It's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve. Eve. <laughs> like, it's Christmas I, Eve there's, a, I, there's a couple movies about this, and it doesn't play out well for any of the parents no, in these films. Um, so it's Christmas Eve, and it's it's late in Christmas Eve. because No, it's nighttime. Sun yeah, is it's, down. It's like <laughs> at least 6, 7 p.m. So Arnold and Gerald are like, give me the list. We'll get it. Yeah. And he's like, if you get everything on the list, I'll help you out. Now, here's where me, the 36-year-old adult, is like, fuck Mr. Bailey, okay. right? Yeah. They get it. every fucking thing yeah. on that except list. For except the for the fucking snow boots. Except for the snow boots, which it is heavily implied the snow boots are like the fucking Furby, the fucking Tickle Me yeah. Elmo. Like it, It's like, listen, motherfucker. Like they do the, <laughs> I don't know what came out. I think they both came out in 96. This and Jingle All the Way. They yeah. do the bit where like he asks them for the snow boots and the guy working the counter goes, yeah, just one moment and calls the other people that are working in the store over and goes, tell them what you just asked me. Uh, can I get the Nancy Spumoni snow boots? And everybody just laughs at them. Yeah, they like, do the turbo me, man bit. So yeah, it made me so angry. Cause yeah. I'm like, dude, even if you, chances are, if you did this by yourself, you wouldn't have gotten nearly as much of this list completed as no. they did. And Not you'd still true. end up with no snow boots, Exactly. but whatever. So then Arnold has this moment where he's just like, we tried so hard and we still failed. And he's sitting on the park bench and Gerald being the fucking best friend that a human oh. being could ever have is just like, dude, what you did today yep. 
That is that is more amazing than anything yeah. else that you could do for someone for Christmas. Like you tried so hard. Like that's all that matters. Like you're a good dude and you tried your best and it sucks that you couldn't do it, but like no one would have put in the effort that you put yeah. it. Like and you're just sitting there crying your eyes dude, out. I'm feeling it right now. <laughs> yeah. me and down, Helga's bro. overhearing it. Helga's overhearing it. She's hearing like what's happening for Arnold. He drops the list as they leave. She takes it. She sees that the only thing he needs is the boots. She goes home. She gets the boots early. Yeah. And she says, I'm going to go try I'm giving these away. <laughs> yeah. Let me try these on. <laughs> but after she runs around in the snow a little bit, she realizes that if she wants to get the perfect gift for Arnold, her gift is to give away the boots that she's wanted All right, to so- get mr han's daughter back how many hours have passed at this point because she oh it is like midnight in fucking office and he's like i'm going home okay (laughs) she's like she does basically the gerald speech but to mr bailey where she's like and and pushes kind of reminds mr bailey that he was a dick you know what i mean like he's like you've you've straight up destroyed the christmas spirit of a kid who who helps you out so fucking hard yeah. right now. And like, what else was he fucking possibly doing? He was that <laughs> damn busy to not be going home until at least midnight, but listen. also promise these kids that he would help them find this girl in New York City. Yeah. Nonetheless, like, there's there's no way he couldn't have, like, stopped and helped them after they got back with everything but the boots. But Yeah, you know. I, for sure. For sure. Listen, you know, he probably was watching Raw. God watching knows those Raw. guys weren't getting a day off. They were nope. <laughs> They were working Christmas Eve. Yeah. And he was like, I want to see. Stone Cold was out there chugging a beer. And he was like, I need to see how this goes. Santa Claus just got beat up by the rock and I need to make sure that stone cold comes and saves the day. There you go. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm all about nineties uh, era wrestling, even though I do think, and we've had that discussion before that the attitude era is severely overrated. Oh, it's severely but, overrated, but like nineties writing for holiday stuff is always so oh, great. Yeah, for sure. It's like, Oh, Santa got ran over. By- yes. <laughs> this needs to be known that as of this recording, from Matt's like own mouth, the Christmas 365 podcast is in fact all elite. We are all elite. That was a. I mean, I always want it to be kind of elite. <laughs> I didn't know if I wanted to be all elite, oh, but dude. I wanted to be like seventy five percent elite. And I know we're getting so far away from Hey Arnold at this point. My biggest worry is is that we're not going to get Adam Page's like the conclusion of his storyline. So um, I'm obviously I'm late to the party, but I've heard a lot of people say that, that that's yeah. their worry that like for a year and a half, we've been building what is a very clear yeah. storyline for hangman page. Yeah. And like, now it's looking like, is that just going to yeah kind of disappear? I get it. Like the, mo- the like money match is Brian versus Omega. I get it. I understand. Like that's definitely going to be the most attractive match on paper. But this storyline that we have been watching, seriously, the Adam Page Omega storyline, even though like it's been going on in two years in AEW, you can trace like the roots of that back to Bullet Club. Like originally when Adam Page uh, sided with Cody, when we had the Cody 
Omega Bullet Club split. Like, this has been going on for at least half a decade at this point. And it bums me out for sure to know that we might not get a conclusion to that anytime soon. You have a triple threat match. There Adam you go. Adam Page Boom. is a star, dude. Adam Page <laughs> is definitely a star. So All, All right, hey, so anyway, Arnold, the daughter Christmas. shows up at yeah. the end. <laughs> yeah, the daughter shows up, come in, everybody cries, and it's over. Let's move on to and next it <laughs> well, And you know what? I'll, I'll end on this, the part, as if I, I had already cried once earlier. Yeah. So maybe my emotions were already in... You in, didn't cry at like, the end? Like when, when they pan well, over that, to her? Well, that's what I was going to say. Then you pan over to Helga in the oh, bushes watching yeah. it and just saying, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas Arnold. Arnold. Oh, that, that, was that hit one. me that too. That was the one that pulled your heartstrings. <laughs> I mean, all of them did. Pretty Dude, much from that so speech good. on, it's just ugly Christ. I love that but I also love like the moments of levity like the grandmother not knowing what the fuck Christmas is like she keeps happy Thanksgiving and then grandpa's like play us a Christmas song and she plays Yankee Doodle Dandy (laughs) (laughs) the grandmother is amazing the grandmother is amazing definitely 100% (laughs) the spooky season has begun and the Christmas season's right around the corner. It is hands down my favorite time of the year. We're in oh, it, this dude. Is, We're in it. This is like the best four month run every year, dude. Like, for sure. Like, for you sure. You can keep your summer. You can keep your spring. I just want that run from September to January second. That's all I can need. Can we just in my keep life. doing it? <laughs> like after January second, it's September again. Yeah, it just <laughs> starts all over. Yeah, man. Fuck Valentine's Day. Fuck Valentine's <laughs> Day and St. Patrick's Day. All right. Well, Dylan, Merry Christmas, Arnold Dylan. Dude, too sweet, Gerald. Whoa. Oh, whoa. listening to the Geekscape Network. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Krayshawn's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.